book is good about. Her second book was it was to like bring you closer and be like. And I was talking to my mom about it. And a bottle feed. Are you in your heart? Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, welcome to Coffee Confessions. Hey guys, are you so excited to hear us say happy Monday? It's been a while since we've said it. Thank you so much for being so patient with us. Um, we had a little bit of a whirlwind of a summer. We, you know, as moms, we have a lot of kids. We want to always be investing in memories and all of the things. Felicia and I always talk about how we grew up poor. So we're kind of like the extra mothers <laughs> when it comes to pouring into our kiddos. So we had a lot of fun just having family time over the summer, as much as we love mm-hmm. you guys and being in this community, sometimes we have to pour back into our own families. So we took that time to enjoy the summer with our kids. I think it really hit us that you don't, we only have so many left. And so we really invested in that this summer. Felicia went we to Disney. I went to Disney. And if you've ever been to Disney, you know how freaking busy it is. Like by the time you hit the bed, you are done for the day. There <laughs> is no scrolling, no working, no nothing. And um, I was trying to like take, you know, photos and content pictures. And I was just like, oh my God, this is a lot. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, it was a really busy summer. It really was. And my family, we really embraced a lot of family time. My husband hit the trail. Mm-hmm. Um And being a senior, I feel like it's been a a little bit of a whirlwind because he has like the obligation of being a drill, but also like all the pressure of being like the leader of the drills. And Mm -hmm. so uh, he made the mistake of letting everybody take leave over the last cycle break. And he was playing (laughs) first sergeant over that time. So we... We had a lot of fun. We went to his work a lot. We painted a mural. We restocked all the stuff. We just got a lot of family time, spent a lot of time at the water park. So if you we are... got to see each other this yes, summer. We, we did. did. It was so exciting. We got to it was spend so fun. the baby's first birthday together and get beat at Cornhole by the guys. <laughs> they were so irritated with us. Um, oh. but it was fun, you know. I think um that you're talking about, Drill. I think that's a good starter point to kind of run into this episode yeah. is that you know, a lot of you guys have asked us like how the drill was. And for us, we were talking about it, what, two days ago, three days ago, like it really wasn't as scary as people put out there. It was, it was something we were kind of used to. Like, there was no culture shock for us. Yeah, I think if your husband has a busy MOS as it is, you'll be just fine. You know, if your husband's home by like three in the afternoon, then yeah, it might be a little bit different. Yeah. But for ours, they were gone quite often. So it was really it was really nothing different. And honestly, yeah. they were a lot closer than they had been in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Cause when we were at Carson, um, what we lived like 30 to 40 minutes away from Carson out on Shriver. So when my husband left for the day, he was gone for the day. There was no popping mm-hmm. in. I mean, even times like he would come back after PT and I'm like, what are you doing? You're wasting so much <laughs> gas. Like, please stop. Like, don't come home. Um, now he lives five minutes up the road so he can, you know, leave like, he can hang out so much more at home, pop in for lunch, come in, change his clothes, kiss the kids, do whatever he needs to do. So we do see him a lot. And I know there are so many different sides to this coin. Some people might not have that same experience. And we're not here to say like this, our experience is what everyone's going to mm-hmm. have. We just in true coffee fashion, want you to know that if the drill orders come, it is really not like a make or break situation. As long as you guys have you know, a good like communication and our, and and you're used to it. Like I I will say, I think if my husband got put on drill as like a 
22 year old spouse, I might've been like, what the heck? (laughs) But you know, it does come later in their career. So if you have been married for a while, you have probably walked many seasons with your spouse. So I think drill is kind of just, it's, it's really like Felicia said, not as bad as everybody said it was going to be. So, yeah, I feel like we've had a lot of busy season lately because Cody had the baby and then my spouse deployed and then Mm -hmm. we, he came home and then we moved and then Cody moved and then drill. And then the topic that brings us here today is that, you know, I've had a family emergency. And so Mm -hmm. I actually had to relocate again um, (laughs) to Texas and we've been navigating that, um, which that has been a big change again. Um, and that's kind of where we're tying in and bringing coffee back to like the heartfelt. Yeah, tear, this season tear, is definitely is <laughs> tear jerker, tearful, tear heartfelt. Jerker. Yeah. Yeah, guys, we're we've been going through a weird season and we have just been relying on each other heavy. And um we wanted to come to you today with an episode that I mean, it's just very transparent of what we've been going through. And it's just kind of like walking your best friend through a season that like you may not have ever experienced, but as their person, you're just their rock and you're there for them. And I think it's relatable to many military spouses as to, it may not be your shoes to walk in, but as your best friend, like I'm going to lace them up with you and we're going to walk together Mm -hmm. and yeah, Felicia's been going through some heavy stuff and she's back home with her family because of, you know, this family emergency. And I've been trying so hard and I hope I've been doing a good job, but I I have been trying so hard to be that supportive, helpful friend. And I think it's just a reminder to everybody out there is doesn't matter what they're going through or what you have been through. Sometimes you just put the bullshit aside and you just be a good mm-hmm. person and you stand by your friend. And even if you don't know the right words to say, even if you don't know how to navigate them through them, sometimes it's just like being a listening ear for your friend. And like, I don't know what the right thing to say is, <laughs> but you know, and, and sometimes it's not about having the right thing to say. I think sometimes yeah. it's just being able to like, let them vent or let them cry or let them scream or whatever they need to go through. I think I'm not saying by any means be somebody's punching bag, but be there, like be there to support them because you just, you don't realize how important it is to have somebody to guide you. I I guess maybe not even guide you, but like, I think it's just to lean on because, you know, I don't think it's, I think, you know, if they, if you're taking advantage of, you can definitely be somebody's punching bag. But I think when you're navigating a situation that you don't know how to navigate, like, or you wouldn't know how to navigate, it's like, I really don't know the right words. And, you know, I'm a crier. Like after my kids, I cry when I'm happy. Same. I cry when Cody calls me with a baby. Like I cry about <laughs> everything. I cry. I cry over a cup of coffee. Like I cry when I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm mad. I'm tired. I just cry all the time. Yeah. Um. And so that's like it's something that she's kind of used to at this point. I'd be like, just, uh, I cried the other day because I Mother Nature visited me, and I was like, it's just not. It's just a good day. She's like, why are you crying? I was like, I don't really know, but like I needed a good cry. I felt it. Um. So you just kind of, you're there for whatever they need. I think it's important that you're not there with, um, that you're there without judgment because when you're navigating Mm -hmm. such a time, you get very worried about like how you're going to be perceived or your own perception of things has been changed. And so you're very like, 
I really don't know, you know, like I don't yeah. know, or um, if you lose somebody or, you know, you could, you could apply it to any situation, you know, like you were struggling when you found out about Caleb and I have like, I had postpartum depression, but it was never as the fact, like I'm going to be judged for my family size. So navigating right. that and, you know, just kind of walking along with somebody, I think is the best thing you can do because there's so many times where somebody's like, Oh girl, like if you need anything, I got you. I got and you. you. Know but then when you go to call them, yeah. And you're like, I needed help. Like I needed a friend to call and you weren't there and yeah. I needed somebody, you know? And I think um, just presenting that shoulder, whether it's just sitting on the phone with you or, um, you know, crying or reassuring you, like it's all going to be okay when you definitely don't know it's going to be okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I think too, it's important to, or, or it's a privilege and people don't really realize like how important it is to be able to have those friends because I can go to my husband and I can go to my mom and I can go to my sisters, but there is a level of comfort that I have with like my best friend or even like my military spouse, best friend, because I just know that they get it. And like, I know that I can, I can tell them something and I'm just going to get unbiased, just like support and comfort. It could be like, you know, I'm upset because he has to do this X, Y, and Z. And my husband might be like, well, like you kind of know, like this is my job. And they want to be comforting, but there's yeah. a matter of fact that comes with it. And then when you lean on your friend, it's kind of like, no, you're not crazy. Like, are you delusional? Maybe, but like, you're not cra- like, it's fine. Come here. We'll be delusional together. <laughs> we it's heard okay. it on TikTok where they call you Delulu. And so that's our new thing. We're like, we'll just be Delulu together. <laughs> yeah. And I think though, that's important. Like, obviously you don't want a friend that's going to be like, let you be so delusional that like, you're like, Mm -hmm. I can jump off this building and I'll be fine. Like we don't need those friends. Right. But we need the friends that are like, listen, if you, if you need to tell me the same story 17 times and I tell you the same outcome 22 times, Mm -hmm. like that doesn't matter. Come to me and we'll, we'll keep talking about it until you get it or until you feel better. I can't tell you how many times I have talked to Felicia about like my in-laws and just been like, I'm going to like, I'm going to finally say something. And she's like, no, you're not, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to hypothetical have this argument anyway. And one day you will get there and you will have the strength to do it. And, you know, you can apply that to like your situation or anybody's situation. And it's like, until you are strong enough to do whatever you need to do, or your friend needs to do, like, just be there to hype them up, like be their hype men, be their therapist, Mm-hmm. whatever it is, you have to just be supportive because like you said, there's, we're in our heads so much. We're like, what is this person going to think? And then when you put your life out on a platform like this, it's kind mm-hmm. of even more scary. Cause it's like, how many people are going to tell me, like, I told you so, or like, well, that's what you get. Or like, what did you expect? Mm-hmm. So, you know, being able to lean on each other is it's so important. Like I can't even, I can like feel it more than I can express it. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's like your first person to call, right? Like you always joke, like if I go to jail, I'm not calling you, but it's literally like, it's, it's either you or, you know, I gotta, um, you're going to have to ask for two calls. Cause mine's on D and D you know, it says like, do not disturb anyway. And I'm always like, notify anyway, <laughs> notify anyway. It only gives me like one option to like notify anyway. Um, but I think, you know, finding somebody to navigate hard seasons with is, 
is difficult, especially mm-hmm. in your older age, especially as a spouse, a military family, um, especially as a mom, because not only do you have to, like, you're concerned about your friendship, right? Like, I'm in a different stage of life, but it's also mm-hmm. like whoever I choose to be my person is also around my children. And so, like, it's a very, it's a very hard space to be in, right? That's why a lot of us are always like, I feel so alone. I feel so alone. And, um, you know, you're like, I move around and I have nobody. And I know a lot of you guys comment, like, I have no friends. And how did you find that friend? And they'll come along. Like, God puts people in your life for a reason. And I truly believe, like, he, Cody and I have had a lot of instances in our five years where, like, that, who, <laughs> that was the Lord. Because, you know, we definitely serve normal. a powerful God, like, that. <laughs> Yeah. And when you said that too, it made me think of so many people will say like, I don't want to be friends with people who have kids, or I don't want to be friends with people who don't have kids, but you never know like how badly maybe somebody needs that friendship or like how much you could relate to somebody. You think like, oh, well, I couldn't, I could never relate to her because she has five kids. And then I found myself in positions before too, where I'm like, well, how could I ever relate to somebody who doesn't have Mm -hmm. kids? And sure. We all have like probably parallel, like parallel opposites of where, like how our day is run, but we still have emotions and we still have like, mm-hmm. at, at some level, we're still living the same experience, especially being military families to where it's like, even if you don't have kids, you are still a woman navigating, or maybe a man navigating this life. And you're still going to need somebody to lean on. Eventually something is going to happen. And you're going to be like, who's going to walk with me through this? Like who, Mm -hmm. who am I going to for this? And I think as much as we need that friend, it's important to remember to be that friend too, because Mm -hmm. I can't, I can tell you, I have friends that I don't go to with my problems because they're takers and they're not givers. They want to hear it, but they don't want to invest in the solution or, um, you know, like be, I guess they're, Hmm. I don't want to say this and sound mean, But I think there are people in our lives that are quick to want the tea. They want to hear the -hmm. problems. They want to know what's going on, but only because they want to like kind of relish in that. So maybe like you have friends that be relevant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe you have friends that you, they've never done anything to you. Right. And so you're like, I don't have any reason to walk away from this friendship, but Mm -hmm. also I don't feel comfortable like telling you like what's happening in these four walls either. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why it's important to set yourself apart from those. Make sure that you're being the friend that somebody is like, I need to go to Felicia. She'll know what to tell me. She'll know what to do, or she'll listen, or I need to go to Cody because she's navigated this before, or maybe she has navigated it, but she seems like, you know, she has, you know, maybe I think that's why a lot of people come to coffee. There's so many people Mm -hmm. that we have to say like, sis, I've never, I've never (laughs) crossed that bridge, but there's oftentimes that people feel comfortable to come to us. And I think that's because we present a safe space. Like if you come to me and tell me like, this is happening in my life, like it stays right there in that message. Like I don't, it's not for it. I think that's the big thing. I think that's the big thing that, you know, as you get older, you're like, I'm not cut out for the drama. Like as much as you want to hear it, you understand that these are people's lives. And a lot of these situations that people go through, they either never put themselves in and it's like life is happening um, or you never expected it to happen. Right. I lost my grandpa and my, one of my closest cousins 
within six months in the same year. And it was devastating. And um, Cody didn't know how to navigate that with me. I didn't know how to navigate that. My family was a mess. It was Mm -hmm. COVID times, like, you know, limited people. And it was like, I would call her and I would be crying. And I just like, I miss my grandpa and I didn't even get to see him every day. And it was just, it was hard to navigate, you know? And I think, I think you are like, I want to tell Cody because I know Cody's not going to be like, Oh my God. You know, like Again, she, she lost her, she just lost her grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Like it's been six months. Like she's fine. You know, I like complain to another friend and be like, you know, well, my friend told me and she's all she does is complain about her grandpa's loss. You know, like I think there is big factors in life that are completely out of your control. And if they're sometimes things happen that you don't want to happen. You right. never saw it going. You never saw your life happen in that way. I mean, you can, you know, I can talk to my brothers and be like, I never pictured this or whatever. Um, and I think that's when you're sitting there to lean on, like, I need a genuine friend who cares about me, who cares about my family, who cares about my well being and my emotions and understands that, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. All I know is life is happening and yeah. I am trying to keep up. keep up with the punches. And I just need somebody to, like, you know, maybe handle a blow for me every now and then or pick me up because it's like knocking me down and I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. And I think, you know, I lean so much on Cody because I don't have those other people, (laughs) you know, like you really find somebody and you pour into and you invest in. And I've had friendships that meant the world to me. And I think it's okay to walk away from them sometimes when they are takers, right? I walked away from a 20 year friendship because at the end it was just taking, 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 and it never gave in my times of need. And I was like, I can't be there on the highs if you're not here with me in the lows and understanding that, you know, like somebody with anxiety or depression, like maybe they have a lot more lows than they do highs. And, um, it's just a like if I'm trying to navigate it, how I need somebody who understands that, right? Not yeah. like it's an easy path. Just take, you know, take the straight way. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. see it. I got astigmatism <laughs> and my glasses yeah. are off. <laughs> we don't get straight away. Yeah. And I think like oftentimes too, you don't you don't want to like you you know too, like, oh, she's got a busy life and I don't want to dump this on her. But that's why we have friendships. Like obviously like when we have been going through what you've been going through and working through like I've been like Felicia had like shit dumped on her and then I was like hey by the way like my dad is trying to come back in my life and like if you've listened to our podcast like I shared my like childhood trauma on there and (laughs) during July he tried to come back in my life which on he listens to this which is also kind of weirds me out but (laughs) but um so he came back in and so she's trying to help me navigate through that and I'm like I think another thing is like, you have always been, you're, it's not a comparison, but like what you're going through, like triumphs what I went through during that time, but you were still very supportive of like, like this shit is wrecking my life right now, but let's, let's shift it onto you. How do I help you walk through this? And so I think you can still be a supportive friend and say like, Hey, like, can I dump on you too? Like, can I give you a little bit of what I'm going through? And it's never like, that's, that is nothing compared to what I'm going through. And so I think sometimes having girl friendships, it's like navigating this like weird one upper, like my problems are worse and you need to be there for me. Like, no, it's just like, be a decent human. Like, Hey, Mm -hmm. I know that what you're going through is hard but also like what I'm going through is hard too. And being able to be two adults and say like, okay, today 
for an hour. I'm going to bitch and complain about this situation. And then we're going to switch. And then you're going to bitch and complain about your situation. And then we're going to compare and contrast and we're going to go get coffee or we're going to get something that makes us feel good. And I think that's another thing is be that friend that like makes them, makes them see like the, the light Felicia, what she's going through, all she could see is like the lows. And I, it's totally understandable. And I get that, but my job as her best friend was to be like, okay, but maybe God is doing this for this reason. Maybe this was his plan all along. Maybe like you need to shift your mindset out of like, okay, we're mourning and we're getting through something, but also like, we're going to, we're going to find the joy in it and we're going to see the bright side. And while it might be really, really hard to do that right now, one day we're going to get there. One day we're going to get to what God wants you to see and what, what he's working on, what he's doing, because when you're in that position, like the last thing you need is more people to be like, yeah, that's really hard. Like, yeah, that really sucks. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like you're already down, you're already low. We need those friends that are like, like they acknowledge that and they Mm -hmm. let you feel those emotions, but then they say, okay, what are we going to do to make it better? What are we going to do to get out of bed today? What are we going to do to brush our teeth today? What are we going to do to get out of the house today? Right. Because I could have let you wallow. I could have been like, here, I'm delivering pizza and here's like red box gift card. Don't get out of bed. Don't do these things. Instead, it's like, okay, you can be sad for this long. And now how are we, what are we going to do to get us through this? Because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you have to, you have to, you have to feel what you're feeling, but then move into a new season. And just as important as it to have friends to get you through the low season, you need them to help mm-hmm. you guide you and then walk you in the high season, right? You need to be able to not let you wallow forever. And that's a good friend. And some people might take that as like, oh no, like she wasn't there when I was, I was sad. No, sis, she was there, but she was also motivating you to get better and look on the bright side because I think, yeah, being a good friend is like, I'm going to let you be sad, but I'm also going to build you up. Like we're going to, we're going to get back to what we were and how we were. Well, I think it's, it's very, you know, relevant to our community as well because um you know how you said it's like girls against girls and it's literally if you've ever been in a wife stage that's all it is yeah oh my husband deployed for the first time well my husband deployed 10 times like get over it no this is a season she's navigating and sure maybe you don't remember what your first deployment was like or maybe Mm -hmm. you do and you just don't have any compassion for her um but let them let them have you know there's times where Murphy shows up and you're just like, I, I've been doing this for 10 years, but I'm done. oh my God, this is hard, mm-hmm. right? You lost your vow on a deployment, never saw that coming. That was like a whole thing in itself, right? And mm-hmm. it was like, how do you, I, I can't bring him back and he's gone and I, we, we've got eight kids together and like, I don't, <laughs> you know, like you, she's over here with like a collar crying on the floor and I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? <laughs> like, um, so yeah, that's not that a, that's seen. not even a, um, dramatic what is it no it was it was and then she came home with like two cats later on and like I was like okay we're having like a little crisis and we're gonna (laughs) she's allergic and we're like I was like I love kitties take a Benadryl too um so I think it's you know sometimes some things are harder than for Mm -hmm. people than others and I think especially when life there's so many times life will hit you and you're not expecting it and unexpected things that you never thought would happen you never thought monster would die on a deployment never in your wildest dreams the things I'm going through you never I never saw and like I told Cody 
I'm still processing it. I can't even believe like I'm back in Texas right now. Like yeah. I, I'm just, there's a lot to it that I haven't, I haven't processed at all. And so it is a very emotional roller coaster for this. And mm-hmm. that's why I told you there's going to be lots of tears on this, these episodes. Because yeah. It's something yeah. we're navigating, but I think, you know, it's something that people same way- need to hear though, too. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we, we wouldn't bring it to you if we didn't think that it was relevant. And when, when it's time to share, we will share it. But I think it's a good reminder. I think it was something that we needed to, re- to remind ourselves that like, God put us together for a reason and God has put you in the life of somebody else too, for a reason. And at the mm-hmm. time you might think like, oh, this is my meal. So bestie. And I'm so happy if you have one, but I want you to know that like, if God, oh, I'm not going to get tearful, but if God Don't gives do you it a, because I will lose it, <laughs> if God gives you a person in this lifestyle, there is a reason he gave you them. And you have to pour into that relationship and that friendship, because I'm telling you right now, we come and go way too often for that to be a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Like I am a believer that like everything happens for a reason, every good and every bad, because I serve a powerful God. And even though he will absolutely like ruin your day and wreck your plans, like he gave you a person to walk through that season with. And I'm telling you right now, if you are blessed to have connections in the military community, it's for a reason and to water Mm -hmm. them. And to love them because a time is coming that those are the people you're going to need to lean on. And whether that's a deployment or that's a life change, or that's just becoming a mother or just navigating Mm -hmm. this life in general, there are so many women that walk this life alone that like tell us all the time. Oh my God. I wish I had a friendship like that. I wish I had a friendship like that. I wish I had a friendship like that. And I'm, I don't say this. Like we just were like, it was just like, Oh, you're going to be my person. And we were like best friends. Like God has put us through some wild things. So many things that when I talk about like, oh yeah, we, we met here and then we moved here and then we moved here. And then our spouses got this school and the people are like, that does not happen in the military. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. You have to believe that there is a higher power that brings you together with someone. So if you've been navigating a hard path with your friend, I hope that you are spiritual enough to understand that maybe like you were placed in their life to walk life together. And part of that is just navigating something that maybe you've never navigated before. Mm-hmm. Lean on the Lord to, to, to guide you in that. There's so many times that I've had to pray and say, God, like, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know what to tell her. I don't know what to say to her. And God's just like, just be there, just be there. If she needs to cry, just be there. And I'm like, don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> Always don't cry, and then she cries. Look at now she's she's literally crying as we're doing this right now. And my eyes are getting. No, I'm not. It's it's like the pollen. I think it's pollen, right? It's September. You know, I think if you've never been in, I think if you've never been in a dark season, and for some it may be pet loss, for some it may be life changes. Whatever your heart is hard, and that's what I tell you know, going through my things now, um, it's very hard, and you know trying to be that friend for Cody as well when she goes through things or, um, you know, anybody in your life, I think it's important to remember, like, I understand I have struggles and I have told many people this during my struggle of Mm -hmm. life right now, um, that hard is hard. 
your heart is completely valid, even though it's different than mine. And sure, mm. my, my, to Love me, that. it might seem like a huge mountain, but I understand that right now, from your point of view, that heart seems like a mountain too. So I'm not comparing, mm. you know, which peak we're standing on, you're on Everest, and I don't know any other mountain in the world. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, um, you know, that I, was I such a motivational quote. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't, don't know, know any mountain. <laughs> Pikes Peak. I don't You're on Everest and there I'm on Pikes Peak. There but we go. Pikes Peak to Everest. I don't know. I don't know. That's later. a big one though. <laughs> but I think it's, you know, um, if you're like in the valley and you're looking up, it's a mountain. But if I'm standing on this one and looking at you, looking down, then I'm like, okay, it's not even that bit, you know, yeah. it's different. Look what so I just I climbed. Think- yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, you have to understand that people will be there. So if you've never been in that low, I don't think you realize like how tormenting almost it can be, right? Like trying to navigate monstrous loss was so hard. It was really yeah. hard, you know, and um, I, you just, you don't know, you don't always have the right words. And like you said, just yeah. trying to be there and be like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why you're going through what you're going through. I don't know why monster got cancer. I don't know why we didn't find out who had cancer before today. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. But like you said, and like we've talked in our deployment series, um, wallow, you have it. You are a human with emotions, especially if you're a woman. And if you're visiting by mother nature, like it is hard to control those. Like I, there's times that I'm just like, I'm totally fine. And then I'm in tears and I'm calling Cody and she's like, what happened? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just, I had a mental breakdown. And, um, I think it's important just to be like, I got you. I understand. And we're going to go forward. And that's truly what everybody in this world is looking for. And I, as much as you love your spouse and they are your person, a woman views it differently. I need you to see and understand. Like if I told, you know, if you told Dwight that like, I'm on my period. What did you say yesterday? I'm shedding my uterus, right? Like you don't understand. And she was so upset. And I was just laughing because I was like, I know what it's like to, you know. And he just called me. I was just like, why are you calling me? He's like, just say good morning. She was like, you know, and they don't understand that. And he's like, why are you so mad? It's like, because I understand. Like I totally know if you're a mother and to someone who's never been a mother, then she understands. Right. You don't know. And so whether you have all the answers or you have no answers or you're there to cry over, you know, margaritas and nachos, like whatever it is, you have to be that person. You would want somebody to be that person for you. You look for those people. Um, and I think never really writing someone off, right? If yeah. I wrote Cody off in our first encounter, we wouldn't have been friends because my kid was hugging some random weirdo in, in Walmart and I was freaking out. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, and I think also- I was thinking of this, it popped in my head as you said that, but I think anybody who navigates like an unexpected hard season, it's going to come with every, it's going to come with a plethora of unanswerable questions. Why is this happening to me? What happened? Why, what, where did this go wrong? What's going on? It's full of unanswerable questions and it's normal to, I think sometimes as a friend, when you hear them, you think that it's like, I need to answer these. And it's okay if you don't have the answers. It's okay to be like, I'm just a sounding board. And I don't know, but sometimes your friends come to you because they know they can ask you the unanswerable. They know that you don't have the answer. They just need to say it out loud. Like, why did this happen? 
what the fuck is going on? Like, they need to be able to say that. Like, that's they that's need, all I've asked her lately. <laughs> that's you know, why she says need, it. I'm like, how can like, I change this? <laughs> you know? And I think we all go to that person knowing, like, they don't have the answer, but they're my comfort. And they're, they're whatever they say, even if it's just pulled right out of their ass, like, I'm going to feel better just talking to them, just knowing, like, I can go to them and, and ask them, like, why is the sky blue? And they're going to be like, I don't know, like, and, and even if That's they say, I question. don't know, Let's you, know? Ask Siri. <laughs> you know, like we all have that person that we know, like they're not going to know the answer, but maybe we're, they're going to navigate me and, and, or they're going to point me in a spite and in a space that makes me challenge it. Like, well, have you prayed about it? Have you asked God for a sign? Have you talked to your spouse? Have you reached out to this? Have you done that? Have you asked your therapist? Because sometimes when you're in the thick of it, you're not, you're not seeing it clearly versus when you tell it to your friend and they're like, well, did you like, did you go to therapy? Oh no, I didn't know I had that. Oh yeah. Like you have this, these, these resources. Well, there's so many times that I'm like pissed off at my husband and Felicia will say, well, did you tell him that? And I'm like, well, no, I didn't tell him that. (laughs) And she's like, well, try talking to him about it, but say it this way. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I thought this topic was completely unreachable. And now I I'm thinking of it in a different way or yeah. even or they help you balance out. Like, Hey, yeah. I think you're overreacting a little bit. Like, are yeah. you on your period? Like, are you, is that it's going on right now? Um, yeah. They kind of help you bring you back to reality. And I guess when we talk about being a good friend, we're not talking about, you know, they made my drink order wrong at Starbucks because that's frustrating, but we're talking about heartbreaking tears, crying situations. You know, when my son broke his arm, I was spiraling off a cliff. Like I, I called Cody bawling in the waiting room and I was like, they, and I was, I was scared, you know, like my son went on very anesthesia. Like I'm taught you when she lost her pet or when her dad tried to come into her life, it's, you know, all of those emotions and everything that come with it. Um, you are, you're just like, whoa, this is a lot. This is an actual like life altering heart breaking type of situation. And like this, this is not, this is not time for the petty little jokes. This is time to come together and be like, what do you need? Is, are we crying today? We're crying today, but tomorrow, like we're going to have to get on the couch. We can cry while we take a walk, but like, that's what we're going to do next. It's the same thing we tell you when it's deployment, right? Be sad having your spouse deploy for eight, nine, 12 months is hard. It's hard. And if anybody tells you otherwise, they're talking out their ass, but it's hard. And so be in those moments. And like, I think if you are not going through what I've gone through and you too, um, I think if you do not allow yourself to have those emotions, I am a very independent person. I am very like, I am stubborn and, you know, I mean, I can say I'm wrong, but it's like, you know, I'm firm. I'm firm. Like I can do these things. And so for me to like have a breakdown and be like, I need help is hard. It's hard for me. And so when you finally cave, you're all right. When you finally cave, you need somebody who's there for you without judgment. And like, I know how hard this is for you. And I don't have all the answers, but we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out together because you know, like I care, I care, I care that you get out of this spot and I care that you are back on that high and back on that mountain. And I want to be on that mountain with you, but I know this is a season that you have to go through and I don't know why it's happening to you. And I don't, I don't know where the light is at the end of the tunnel, 
but we're going to find it. We're going to go through it together. You know, if it's six loops around Target, like we're going to find it, you know, yeah. um, if that's, you know, an extra coffee or spending the night or, you know, kicking Dwight out of the bed so I can sleep there. <laughs> he was not, oh. when I visited her over the summer, we're like, it's a girl sleepover, like me, her and baby. And guys don't get um, that. I, no. I was baffled by that. I was baffled by that. My husband was like, what? She's sleeping in our bed. I was like, yeah, you're going to sleep on the couch. She was like, what are you talking about, Cody? And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, why is this baffling to you? Like, it was like, I always really world... get it. It's like a sleepover. And the guys were on the couch. I was like, we talked about this, y'all, for like three days before she came. He's like, so you're really going to make me sleep on the couch? I was like, Dwight, yes. Like, she's company we're girls we're gonna and have she a sleepover like, it's, this is happening no he's not letting this happen and then I got there and she was like I made the bed for you and I was like wait this is happening and it's like <laughs> yeah it's happening she put me on the couch <laughs> you know so Mark like, was standing there and like we're sleeping on the couch you're sleeping like, on the couch I was like was- listen you only and you know what you only get to ex- there was something so fun about that and I think that's the best way to end this on because it did get emotional but like that was there's something so special about those friendships because any other friend I would have been like, I made a blow up mattress. Here's the TV remote, watch a movie downstairs. I'm going to bed with my husband. But when you have that best friend that, you know, you can pour into them and they're pouring into you. You're like, babe, you're sleeping on the couch. Cause me and my best friend are taking the bed. And like, we it had a girl sleep. One up- night. It was like, it was so fun. I mean, it was one night, one yeah. friend, like you can have, I told Dwight after I, I was like, Dwight, I'm gonna let you have the bed tonight. Like I'll let you have it. I will take the couch this time with my husband, you know, like I, I'll do it. Um, so I, I think, you know, you have to be a good friend to, have a good to friend. really get those good friends. You really do. And, you know, nobody wants to put in the work when it comes to anything in life. And I will tell you, that's something that I really realized. Um, things in life take work. Like I mean, hard ass work. You're going to be hit with days. You're like, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't understand. It's the same thing, right? Everybody tells us in the military community, you signed up for this. I had no idea what this was. (laughs) Until you walk it, you have no idea. And this life is so much better when you have somebody to walk with you outside of your spouse. I think your spouse should always be walking beside you. Like, but on the other side, like you're going to have that, that best friend. That's like, I'm here too. Like Felicia, so many times will pop in my conversation and be like, Hey, do I like, <laughs> I dropped him off a sandwich at the range and she's on my phone. She's like, Hey, do I <laughs> have a good day? But, How are we doing? <laughs> I know, but y'all please, please, please find a friend that will pour into you. And when you find her or him pour back into them. Okay. Because you do not create lasting friendships without pouring into each other simultaneously. And y'all get ready because season five is going to be so good. You don't want to miss it. We're so excited to be back. We love you. Have a great week. As mothers, we know how hard it can be to explain deployment to little ones. That's why we created our own children's book, describing a tool near and dear to our hearts, a deployment wall. Kylie is inspired from our own family's deployment preparation, and we're confident she can help yours too. Order your copy of Kylie and the Deployment Wall on Amazon today. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.